welcome to another episode of the No Man's Land. Um, I'm Angela Ramirez, and today we're going to be covering a really important topic, specifically the bomb detonation that went on that went off in Beirut. Now, this is a developing story. This is not the final word on the situation. This bombing, or su largely suspected bombing, um, even that term right now is controversial. Either way, the explosion happened yesterday, roughly around, I want to say 10 a.m. U.S. time. That was August 4th, 2020. Um, this, the way this story came out was very strange. I followed it from the onset of it coming out um, up until now. And obviously, like I said, there's no definitive word on exactly what the cause was or um, specifically who was responsible just yet. There's no um, international consensus on that. And there has not been a lot of talk specifically on this topic just yet from our intelligence officials. Everybody is really waiting to get a really solid understanding of what just happened before making any moves, which I think is a very rational way to approach the situation. Um, that said, I do feel that people here in America should be aware of what happened. Um, I think that obviously we can't point blame or determine exactly, you know, what the purpose, if there was any purpose to this. Um, and I, th I think it's just important to follow what's happening in the Middle East right now. Let's just say that. So um, to start, here we have a, a um, I guess, a blog that I've written it's on this specific topic, and you guys can find it on the No Man's Land. It's thenomanzone.com. Um, so let's get into it. Here is the first section of the blog. As you guys can see, this is a picture of Lebanon, um, specifically Beirut, which is their capital city. This picture is of the orange cloud that developed shortly after the explosion um, but right before the concussive blast, the dynamic concussive blast that resulted after this um, orange cloud appeared. So the way that this all happened, to get into it, it happened on August 4th. Um, initial reports of what was going on there, at least here in the U.S., I saw KRDO Colorado report that a fireworks factory had been um, caught, it had caught on fire and that there were um, some explosions coming from it. And I'm not sure if they had, I, I know, I do know that there was a fire that was ongoing for roughly, I want to say 15 minutes is what I've seen reports on. That might not be 100% accurate, but from um, unconfirmed reports that I've seen roughly about 15 minutes before the main explosion that caused all the damage, there was a fire in a warehouse that was located on the port. Um, so initial reports were that it was a fireworks factory. Shortly after that, I want to say about an hour and a half, two hours after the, the footage started coming out of the actual explosion itself, those reports changed to it being sodium nitrate that was located in that warehouse. And sodium nitrate is a, is a non-combustible, but it is an accelerant. And, um, you know, after that narrative had kind of come out, maybe another hour and a half, two hours after that narrative was circulating, uh, we got word officially from the Lebanese, um, I believe, 
believe it's a prime minister. I might be wrong there, but Lebanese officials that it was actually ammonium nitrate that was located in the building, specifically 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate is what they're saying, and that it had caught on fire and exploded. Now, the Oklahoma City bombing, and um, there was something, an, another ammonium nitrate explosion in Texas, somewhere in Texas. Um, so ammonium nitrate has been shown to be extremely combustible. It's used in bombs. Um, it's it's known to cause explosions. So uh, if that is true that there was ammonium nitrate in that building, that obviously would have been um, reckless neglect of dangerous explosive chemicals. That said, um, as we're going to go through here on this blog, it doesn't appear in my um, in my opinion that ammonium nitrate was the only thing involved in this accident. Um, according to President Trump, who went, who in a press conference yesterday after this incident had taken some time to develop, um, he said that military officials here in the U.S. do believe that it had um, some sort of an attack element to it, that this was not an accident as um, being reported by some Lebanese officials and news sources specifically, uh, that this actually looks to be more of a planned and targeted attack, according to U.S. military officials, and that um, they believe it was, to quote them, a bomb of some kind. So that said, with, with that background, let's dig into the blog here. Um, so obviously, August 4th, we started getting, getting these videos. Um, a lot of these videos I've heard actually came out. This is really um, heavy stuff that the videos that came out are actually a result of Facebook live streams that got cut. Um, and the reason that they got cut, obviously, is because the bomb went off and the concussive blast of the bomb, uh, you know, that was it. A lot of these people didn't make it that caught this footage. And that's something that I would like you guys all to think about as you watch these videos, because um, these people were a decent distance away. They weren't standing right next to the bomb. Like these are um, people standing in streets and whatnot. Um, so here, anyway, the, the videos that we're going to look at do detail the destructive evidence of this of this bomb, what I do believe to be a bomb, and I'm going to report, report on it as a bomb until we are proven otherwise, because according to the footage that we've seen and what our military personnel here in the U.S. have said that it, they do believe it's a bomb um, of some element, whether or not it was placed there or it was accidentally detonated, we'll find out exactly, but um, we're going to report on it as a bomb. So this bomb uh, created a level of urban destruction that we haven't seen since arguably Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Um, according to reports in the area, windows were broken from the concussive blast for uh, 20 kilometers, which in the US we use miles, that would be 12 miles away. So for, for a 12 mile radius, windows were broken from this concussive blast. Um, that is not normal. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that anybody knows what it looks like to uh, detonate 2,700 pounds uh, or 2,700 tons of ammonium oxide. Obviously, um, it's not going to be a small explosion. Uh, that said, that's a very detrimental 
blast radius. Um, in fact, the blast was heard as far as 100 miles away in Cyprus. So not a small, not a small explosion. Uh, obviously, in a press conference, Trump said that they do believe it was an attack and that it was a, a bomb of some kind. Uh, here I go over in the blog early reports of how this was being reported initially. I, I think that it's really interesting to watch the news cycle as information develops because you never really know exactly where people are getting their information from, especially overseas. Uh, you don't know if that's coming from just people speculating or if it's coming from sort of news sources. You never know. Um, and so I like to follow the news cycle as a whole to see how a story shifts, especially a huge story like this. Um, and so initially, like I said, the first story that was being broke here in the U.S. is that a fireworks factory had caught on fire. And I could see how that uh, narrative would be played out specifically because a warehouse did catch fire and there were some small explosions going on in that warehouse. Obviously, like I said, these people were Facebook living. There was actually one Facebook live video of a gentleman or a woman who was standing right in front of this warehouse fire videotaping it when the bomb went off. And obviously they didn't, they didn't make it, but uh, that Facebook video did get out. And in that video, we do see that there was a fire in a warehouse, raging fire in a warehouse, and that there were lots of small explosions going off in that warehouse. Now, were they fireworks? It doesn't look like it to me. Um, to me, I would, I would speculate that it looked more like ammunition, small, uh, like bullets, ammunition expl exploding, um, or arc flashes caused by some sort of electrical shortage. That's more what it resembled from my perspective. However, I could see how reports would get out that it was a fire fireworks factory. Um, now that said, uh, we have then we then saw reports of sodium nitrate being the cause of the explosion. And then after sodium nitrate, the official um, narrative was that it was a 2,700 ton store of ammonium, ammonium nitrate, excuse me, that had been confiscated from a ship that had entered the port and they had never disposed of it and accidentally kept it basically on the port of Beirut uh, for six years is what they're saying. They had this stash just kind of sitting on the port of Beirut, which is, um, that's an interesting. That's an interesting perspective. Um, now, after that narrative from the Lebanese uh, officials came out in a press conference, President Trump did state that it was an attack. A newswoman asked, are you sure that it's an attack? And he said, yes. Uh, our officials, essentially, he said that our officials believe, our military officials believe that this was an attack of some kind and that it was a bomb of some kind. And I'll play this video for you guys here. I hope that you can hear it. Um, here we go. So there you have that. That's the statement from the White House yesterday. Um, 
Now, I want to go over the videos of the explosion with you guys because I think that this will explain where we're coming from here with a bomb as the, as the source of the explosion. Uh, I'm going to play a video for you guys from a few different angles. Obviously, if you have a hard time seeing it or hearing it here, I recommend that you go to my site. Um, you can also find these videos on Twitter. Uh, the blog here is on the nomanzone.com, and it's um, one of the first blogs that you should see in our article section if you want to go there. But let's see if I can get this video played. It's really loud. Gosh. All right, so here we go. So in this video, obviously, you can see this very large red cloud. Um, let me play it one more time for you guys because here, look at that. Here, this is a that white stuff that you're seeing rise up. That's like a compression wave of, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like a bomb or military expert or anything, but I'm guessing that's like energy moving outwards is maybe like a layman's way to put it. Um, and then obviously, it's followed by this big red cloud here. I mean, not followed. The cloud came up at the same time of the explosion, just rose much slower than the energy that was that was uh, created by the explosion. Um, so there's one perspective of it. Here is a perspective of it from the water. Let me go back. And here, here it is. I mean, you can really. It's hard to get an idea of exactly how much force was created by it. This individual, I don't believe, made it who took this video. This is a head-on view of it. So here we have the fire. Let me break this down. This is the fire here. You can see there's gray smoke, uh, which indicates just, you know, burning a burning building essentially right and then now you have this explosion a giant explosion right and then uh now you can't even you can't even see what's going on uh there for just a split second because there's this white layer of maybe dust maybe water maybe energy um you know like air moving i'm not sure what it is uh exactly but you can see that there's just this white cloud um that creates this massive force. I mean, it just melts away these buildings in front of this person and God be with them because I don't believe that this person made it. But I, my goodness. Um, this, this next video is a shot of the blast from a building that was not far away. And you here can again see the fire. Here's a better view of the fire. And you can actually see these sparks going off. And then the next thing you know, a giant red cloud emerges and um, basically a concussion, I don't know what it's called, concussion wave, let's just call it that, um, emerges. And here we go. And you can hear it actually hit this building. You can hear the sound hit this building and the energy hit this building. And this person stands up after and actually records this massive orange cloud that looms over the detonation site. Obviously, that has to be some sort of chemical of some type 
that can't be good to breathe in. And the Lebanese government has said that um, they recommend everybody get out of the city if possible because the chemicals in the air are not um, healthy to breathe in. Um, now, here's a look at the damage. This is um, a picture of the destruction and blast rate. Here we see in the red zone here, this is where the explosion took place. This area here is heavy damage and this area here is damage reported. Now we were, like I said, we got reports from people there who said that their windows were blown out 15 to 20 miles. Uh, well, actually, actually, you know, it reports were 12 miles. This graph here shows about 15. So give or take a few miles. Either way, that's a pretty severe um, wave of energy to be busting out windows and glass such a far distance away. Um, here we see a picture of the aftermath and I want everybody to note, look at this red smoke. Look at the color of the smoke here. That is not normal. That's obviously chemical in nature. And it's important to consider that when we're thinking about what is going on now with the soil. Obviously this happened on a port. Uh, it happened right on the ocean. Whatever this stuff is, is now not only in the air of a city that has just been ravaged by a tremendous destructive force, but also now this is um, in the water of that region. So here's a picture that was taken from a drone the morning after the explosion. This came out today, um, August 5th, US time, roughly 12 o'clock noon. Um, and here we can see a giant crater where that explosion took place. This here is a grain silo, apparently. Um, I find it strange that it didn't get flattened when everything else around it did. I'm not exactly sure what grain silos are are made out, made out of. That kind of just struck me as interesting. Um, pictures from the area actually show that this orange stuff here, it's hard to make out, but it's like a lighter orange than this dirt and surrounding area. That's actually grain that has spilled out of the silos um, and is now on the ground. So all this stuff right here where my mouse is, that's all grain that has spilled out of this grain storage area. Also, um, it has been reported that this crater here, I, I don't know how um, accurate these numbers are, but I have seen numbers floating around from people in uh, Beirut saying that this crater here is reported to be 140 meters deep, which is roughly 459 feet deep. That's a huge crater caused by um, this explosion. And if you if you look here, you can actually see that the watercolor is obviously um, lighter. It's in nature. It's it looks a little bit more green than the surrounding area. Um, here's a picture of a street on in Beirut. It's this, this photo was actually taken right after a bomb went off. Um, here's a picture of the hospitals. The reports are saying that hospitals, one of the hospitals was lost in the explosion and that many of the doctors had to treat patients in um, parking lots and hallways. They didn't have enough room for everybody. Here's a video of right after the explosion happened. This was the first video to come out after the explosion.
and you can see cars are decimated, buildings are decimated, walls are decimated. There's orangish smoke blocking the entire skyline. The clouds are blocking the sun. The sun is like reddened. Um, very, very heavy smoke throughout the entire video. Very, I mean, watching this video, watching these videos are very um, similar almost in a way to the way that I felt watching 9-11 happen. It's just a horrific event that um, happened to be captured on video and the way that it happens is so surreal and wrong and shocking. And, um, you know, I, I mean, when I was, when I was in probably what fourth grade, I think it was, is when 9-11 happened. And I remember watching those videos and just being in absolute shock and, and, um, you know, it's, it's a shame that what has happened there, but I also would like to end this, um, this video with a reminder that, you know, cities can fall and, um, explosions can happen, but the, the will of the people of Lebanon is very strong still. And, and they're a great, really beautiful people. Um, already I have seen photos of communities that have come together to clean up the street and the street looks, yeah, the buildings don't look great, but the street is clear of glass and, um, it's tidy. It doesn't look like a bomb went off there anymore. Um, and that's a great testament to the people of Lebanon and also their resilience in the face of struggle. Um, I think it's really important to note note that fact that even though uh, a city can be damaged, the, the heart and will of a people can't. Um, and so I think that that is a great lesson. And I think this, this next video here really illustrates that. This video here is of a Lebanese an elderly Lebanese woman who is sitting in her house that has just been completely destroyed by this, um, this bomb. And she's playing. Um, I, I can't think of the song. I think it's, uh, I can't think of the song, um, but it's an old Scottish tune. And I'm sure you guys will recognize it. It's, it's really, really beautiful. For those of you guys who are just watching, uh, she's playing piano and uh, the cameraman's just panning around the room full of broken glass and damaged items and the walls are blown out, but she's sitting there playing and it's, it's really very inspiring. It's really cool to see somebody spread so much uh, hope and beauty after such a horrible incident. Yeah. So um, obviously all of these videos, uh, this information is on my site and I'm going to be covering this very, very um, closely. Now, obviously, I don't want to say um, who or why this happened, like who could have possibly caused this bomb to go off or who maybe coordinated this attack. I think that's that would be speculative and premature. So for now, I'm just going to leave it at please consider watching this channel again and subscribing um, if you guys can. Um, to, to subscribe, just hit the subscribe button and then hit the notification bell 
so that you guys can follow this channel every time I get a new video up. Also, um, I really recommend reading the blog. I don't know if you guys are huge readers, but you should read because reading is really good for your brain. It helps you digest information, but also it's a better way to inform yourselves than just listening to videos. Um, read a book, read a blog, read something. Um, I always include really most of the stuff on our blog is investigative stuff. And the reason that I write it instead of do videos um, is because writing is a great form of presenting information and connecting dots. And so that's why I do that. Um, I always make a video for every blog I write, but in order to see the sources that we list and the really, really important information, I recommend, I recommend that you guys just read at least one article and kind of go from there. Um, but obviously, if you don't have time, then that's why I do these videos. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. Uh, there will probably be another video coming soon. Um, most likely another one today on an article that I'm dropping on the Epstein case. So again, like, subscribe. See you guys later. Thank you again for watching. Bye, everyone.